Good evening. You are with Melinda Russell with the Women in Motorsports on Twist Network. And our guest tonight is Jessica Minot. She is one of the promoters and managers of 34 Raceway in West Burlington, Iowa. I had the pleasure to meet Jesse and Brad, who run the track. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, I was out there and took in some dirt track racing, which, uh, as you all know, who live here close to Kalamazoo, we have to drive a little ways to go to a dirt track. I didn't have to drive quite that far, but I uh, was trying to visit some tracks that weekend that I hadn't visited before, and it just happened that a young lady that we've had on our radio show and that was uh, in our magazine, and she was actually racing there that night in the Tennessee. And so we made the trip, or I made the trip out to see her race. I met Jesse uh, in person. We had a nice visit and uh, a night of great racing. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. The, the heat was um, extreme, I would say. But uh, yeah. that's, that's what happens in West Central Illinois and Iowa, doesn't it, Jesse? So we're going to uh, ask yeah. you some questions, and I'm just going to kind of let you talk and tell our listeners about your track and some things. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and Brad and then how you came to be the managers slash promoters at 34 Raceway? Okay. Um, Brad's actually, he's in the truck, but not in the screen. He's driving okay. right now, so I'll, I'll just kind of take the, the field for him, but... Uh, Brad and I have dated for 13 years in August, and uh, we've always, we met at, at 34 Raceway, actually, um, at the dirt track through some mutual friends, and, and here we are today owning the racetrack. We, uh, last year, Brad came home on his birthday and said, so what would you think if we bought 34 Raceway? And I said, well, I think you're crazy, but okay, we can talk about it. So December 19th. We closed on 34 Raceway, and it's been a whirlwind ever since. We had about three months to prepare for a season, and and here we are today. Um, as far as us, uh, Brad, at the time that we bought the racetrack, was working for Burlington Northern Santa Fe, um, the railroad that goes out of Galesburg, Illinois. So yeah. I know you know Galesburg. So, I sure do. Um, goes out of Galesburg, Illinois, and we... Um, he, he since changed jobs to kind of accommodate the racetrack a little bit better. We, um, he's working at Alliant Energy now, which is um, our local energy provider. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally am a facilities engineering supervisor. I have a team of eight gentlemen that work under me. We do civil engineering for American Ordnance, which is based at Iowa Army Ammunition Plant in Middletown. So um, in addition to that, I also, um, in the program-based support project manager, and um, I'm the one that lobbies for all the federal funding that we get for all of the projects at Iowa. So I do some traveling, and I'm, I'm a busy bee, but uh, that's kind of how how I work. I love being busy and stuff like that. So Okay. Um, so how, how did you get into racing? So was uh, have you always been involved at the racetrack, or did you ever um, race a car there? I've never raced cars. I have um, always loved racing. I grew up in a racing family. We, um, My uncle actually wrenched on a dirt late model, Gary Russell. He uh, ran the 20 late model for years, and my license plates on my car are actually just some 20 because of that. So it's pretty cool in that respect. And uh, 
ever since then I've, I've either wrenched on cars. I've been involved in the racetrack somehow. Um, so kind of getting back to how Brad and I met, we, um, met back in 2005, our friend had just passed away in a racing accident, unfortunately at the racetrack at 34 raceway. And, uh, we met through some mutual friends, unfortunately, you know, kind of, it's a positive thing that came out of that unfortunate accident, but through that, we um, formed the Brent Slocum Foundation. We put on a $10,555 to win dirt late model race at 34 Raceway um, every year up until this year. This year was, of course, we had to pass the, the torch over a little bit, but it does happen at 34 Raceway. So we've spent time promoting that, and um, it's it's become one of the don't miss in the Midwest. People, people know about it. Like, we can run into people at PRI. I ran into people um, at the promoters workshop down in uh, Daytona this year who are like, oh, we've heard of the Slocum 50. We know the Slocum 50. That's so cool to get to meet you in person. So it, it's nice to be known, you know, throughout the U.S. for something that started so small just to keep our friend's name alive in the community and has become so big in the racing community. So it's, it's yeah, pretty that's, cool. That's that's awesome. Unfortunately, a lot of racetracks have those kind of races, but on the upside, like you said, it keeps your friend's name alive and that makes you feel good. And, and yeah, I, I, Kalamazoo does that. Um, Galesburg, the tracks I go to weekly do that. A lot of tracks over the, out of the country do it. So um, it's, it's a good thing um, that you do that. So what all what was your first thing when you bought the track it's december it's the week before christmas you've yeah. got basically three months or so what were some of the things that you did right away like get the track ready or make changes what what was on your to-do list unfortunately we had a really long winter this year at least it felt long probably because we want to get on the racetrack but uh we knew that we wanted to change our um, track prep program immediately. So as soon as the thaw, the frost got out of the ground, we, we changed up the track prep program. Um, prior owners were wonderful. They're great people. They're busy just like we are. And um, a lot of the time, the, they wouldn't necessarily hit the track until Wednesday. But after the races on Saturday night, we're either on that track with a blade or um, next day, next morning, we uh, have a gentleman that comes right out. We started building our team in December, and um, we we were very fortunate to be able to maintain some of the employees that they have, and they've been a godsend. Um, Matt and Eddie and the Beckman's towing crew have have been just wonderful with us. They've worked with us so well, and um, they're usually the first ones out there on Saturday and the last ones out the gate. So they they've been just tremendous. But um, some of the things that that we personally wanted to change is. We need to get the family atmosphere back to 34 Raceway. You know, over time, and, and I know that Amy Lau will agree with this because I heard it from her. She said, you know, sometimes you just run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you get into a routine and sometimes you just run out of, out of ideas and you need a fresh, uh, fresh set of eyes on it. And that's, I think, what we bring to the table now is that. And so we added the figure eights to our schedule. So um, that that happened the night before you were there this week or this last weekend. And that went off amazingly. Um, we have a few little things we're going to tweak and then we're going to do it again on August 11th. Um, they've never had figure eight races at 34 raceway. So that was a huge thing. And that's something that my family has been involved in as well. Um, sorry, I got a fly trying to bother me here. Um, 
that my brother has run figure eight races for, um, oh man, since he was 16 years old and loves it. So it's something that I wanted to bring something that I was passionate about to the racetrack. So that was, um, that was pretty cool to be able to have that and have the Henderson County team there with us. So, yeah, very cool. And so what are some things, what are some other promotions and things that you're going to do this year? Um, we are really excited about our race on July 3rd. We haven't been able to release a lot of information about it, but tonight, right now is a really good time to do that. Um, we're having a Deer Brothers Summer Series race on July 3rd. The INEX Legends are going to be joining them. I don't know how much you know about that series, but they, um, they're big supporters of um, the COPS organization, which helps with fallen officers and families struggling from um, having tragedy and things like that out of the police force. And we are super excited to be able to have that. We're also having stock cars that night. So at 34 Raceway that night, we are going to be doing an, uh, kind of an honor to our local law enforcement. And we're, we're really excited to bring that to 34. Um, we've started featured drivers. So um, drivers have signed up to come and, and be featured. They sit right outside the gate, sign autographs and stuff like that. Really excited. Um, we have one this week, and, and we're excited about that. We have a classic and custom car show at 34 Raceway this weekend on the 9th. Um, so that's new as well. And then we just also um, have brought back our, our junior fan club. Junior fan club um, had kind of gone away. It's, it's hard to find people to want to work that because, you know, it's kind of a – it can be a thankless job sometimes. So we, uh, we have some great volunteers. Riley and Megan come out um, every other weekend or so to run the junior fan club, give out tickets. We have lots of great donors to that, and we, we're excited to bring that back to 34. So That sounds like you've got a lot of things planned. And how late in the season do you race? We're When's your – we're going to run until the last week in September, um, right now, at least that's we're we're talking about maybe adding something here or there, but we, we haven't really made the decision yet. But, uh, at this point we added a race the last weekend of September, it's called the 360 fall hall, um, a brand new race to 34 raceway, something that hasn't happened before. And, um, that race is, it's going to be a big one because Knoxville has ended uh, their season and we hope to be able to pick up the uh, Brad's Facebook living me I think on his phone from outside the window um, we uh, hope to be able to pick up some of the 360s before they go to um, sprint weeks after that so we're we're excited that one's going to be a huge one it's a two-day show gonna have a band at night and uh, it's gonna be a big deal we're we're super excited about that yeah, that's that's going to turn into a big deal. Kalamazoo does what they call Super Shoe. Yeah, I think it's always the first weekend in October, and and some people call it a four day party with some racing mixed in. But um, it's usually a good time and lots of cars and lots of racing. So um, it's a good way to kind of end the season. So in all the years that I lived uh, about an hour and a half from you, I never went to 34 Raceway. So uh, I, I'm glad I had a chance to be there. It's a nice track. It's a, it's obviously a dirt track. Can you tell us just a little bit about the track, like how big it is? Yep. It's a three banks or three eighths high banked oval. And um, it was built back in the fifties. And there, some of the families, um, of the folks that built that still come to the races today. It's, it's a really cool thing to be able to have them there. Um, 
it's, you know, it's a really, it's an honor to be able to have a piece of history because <laughs> it, it literally something that I've grown up with all my life and we have that history there and, and, uh, can be a part of it. So, um, the racetrack has aluminum grandstands. We have permanent concessions, permanent bathrooms, everything like that. We have, um, there's 47 acres there total, um, including some farmland. So we have plenty of parking. We have dry camping available um, with a few power spots. And we hope to be able to expand that going into, uh, you know, our out years as we get settled in and get our feet under us and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's great. We're located right off of Highway 34, which is a major highway, um, right next to Burlington, Iowa. Burlington has great tourism. There's lots to do in Burlington. So you know, if you were to come for a one or two day show, you would not have a lack for anything to do on Friday if you arrived then or decided to stay through the weekend or the week. So I think there's a, is there a water park or something. Yep. Close there? Yeah. yep, there is. There's um, Fun City in Burlington. There is a outdoor water park and indoor water park there. They have Velocity, which is a huge ball um, jungle gym type deal. And that's that's awesome, too. And there's also a casino for the older uh, adult type folks. So, yeah. and <laughs> so, plenty yeah. of hotels, lots yeah. of hotels, lots of hotels, lots of places to stay, lots of fantastic places to eat, and some cool things to see, like Snake Alley downtown. We have one yeah. of the crookedest streets in the world right here in Burlington. So, that's right. So, what is the thing that you're the most proud of so far this year about taking the track over? Um, so far, I would say probably being able to pull off that two-day show last weekend is has been a big deal. Um, you know, we've we've had a lot of things break and we've had a lot of things fall apart, but I think that that's just a part of business ownership. But last weekend and being able to pull off that two-day show, you know, we had a lot of concerned sprint car drivers that we would have this figure eight and that the next night they'd be cutting tires. And it wasn't, the track was phenomenal. Brad and the team, um, we stayed up until two in the morning, making sure that everything was out of that front stretch and ready to go for the next day. So honestly, um, that two day show is something that we've been most proud of so far. Yeah, that, that was a big deal. I was there, as you said, for the second day and, um, there was a good, good amount of people that were there and it was blazing hot and miserable. So and then to sit on aluminum bleachers. So to have any kind of crowd is to be commended. And it was a great show. I, I really enjoyed it. I saw some cars and I think they're called mini modifieds. Somebody yep. called them. Mod lights. Yep. Never had seen those before. So I, I learned a lot of things the weekend I traveled because every track does things a little differently as far as the restarts and everything. And, and uh, it's, it's nice to see like, things that other tracks do so i really had a, a good time and enjoyed i met some friends there that weekend so that was good now i know tracks depend on marketing partners so do you have any marketing partners that you'd like to tell us about we um we've done really well in marketing this year we've gotten a lot of new marketing partners but some of the really outstanding ones um refreshment services pepsi is just absolutely phenomenal to us they've been a partner of the racetrack for a lot of years and thankfully they've come on again um we've got george's lawnmower we have a brand new ferris lawnmower that's running around that racetrack <laughs> under my hind done because i love it <laughs> kind of i am kind of addicted to that lawnmower so uh george's lawnmower i mean robert's tire center 
I could, I could go on for hours. I, I just cannot say enough about all the wonderful people that have come on board and want to see us succeed. And, and it's been wonderful. So that, that in itself says a lot, because if you have people that are behind you that are saying, Hey, we want you to succeed. Then you don't feel like you're running the show alone. So that's, that's a good thing. Absolutely. We've been very blessed. Um, both of our families come and work at the racetrack every weekend. My dad, um, <laughs> Brad and I were having a talk about my dad this morning. He is, he's amazing. He shows up every Saturday morning and says, all right, sis, what needs fixed? Or, you know, if dad, or if Brad calls him during the week and says, Hey, Avery, you know, what should we do here? He's, he's on it. So we, we can't say enough about both of our families stepping up and helping us out. That's, that's amazing too. And I'm glad you mentioned them because too often the people in the back behind the scenes don't get nearly enough credit. Yeah. And and we all know it takes all those people to make everything run like clockwork. So um, tell me about your fans. Um, do you do any like fan appreciation night or what's, what are some things that you do to get fans in the stands? We do. Um, we've changed our marketing tactics a little bit based on some stuff I learned at uh, the promoters workshop this year. And um, Amy and Jeff Lau were always really good about doing $5 nights and we're continuing those. We did shuffle them a little bit for different weekends to kind of try some different stuff, but, um, $5 fan appreciation nights, $5 grandstand admission. Um, so people bring their families in and stuff like that. Uh, we're really blessed to be able to still work with the Brent Slocum foundation, which is what Brad and I founded, um, for high five for kids night. Last year we had almost 500 kids there mm -hmm. and gave out school supplies, um, backpacks, different bikes and prizes and stuff like that. That's a huge night at the racetrack. And we look forward to continuing that as well. Um, and then we have a lot of partners for, um, our, uh, kids stuff as well. So we do different kids promotions. Like, like I said earlier, Beckman's towing is, is given out, uh, several different remote control cars and things like that. We have Hollenbeck racing coming in a couple weeks with a motorcycle, um, that they are going to show and they're bringing a couple bikes to give away. So we've got several different promotions and, um, we're working with local businesses like IH Mississippi Valley credit union to do BOGO nights at the racetrack where, um, they're kind enough to pick up the, the other admission for their guests. So it's, it's nice to be able to work with those types of partners in Burlington and, uh, be able to market the business. So. Yeah, those are those are some hefty um, commitments from those sponsors. So that's they are. Yeah, and especially you know, with it being your first year to be running it, sometimes people are wondering, yeah, you know, should I get involved or how's it going to go? Right. And it sounds like you already had people that were behind you before you ever got started. So we did, and and like Case Spine Community Credit Union has been tremendous. They always um, they sponsor the Sport Mod class. And, uh, or yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> thinking off the top of my head here, I don't have a list, but, um, they sponsor a class and then they also sponsor several nights of the racetrack. They do anything. If we were to, you know, approach them and say, Hey, you know, we want to do this for the kids. They're on board. They've, they've also been tremendous with us too. So that's good. I'm glad you gave them a shout. So let's talk about women in motorsports. That's kind of what our show's about, even though we're glad Brad's there somewhere. I haven't seen him yet, but um, hey, Brad, glad you're, <laughs> glad you're part of the show tonight. So, um, okay, a woman owner. There is a few. My track in Kalamazoo has a woman, you know, a couple, Gary and Donna Howell that own the track, but mostly not women. So when you went to Daytona, 
like to the promoters workshop, were you pretty much outnumbered or was there a good share of women there too? There was actually a good share of women there. Um, one that stood out to me, I believe they were at Stateline, and um, there was a young lady that's running their marketing for them and is a part of their program, and she she was younger than me. I'm 35, and um, she's much younger than me and into motorsports, and it was great to see her be so involved in conversations and uh, roundtables and things like that. So now I, I think the dynamic, uh, the dynamic might be shifting a little bit to get some more women into motorsports and, and ownership and, and even in racing. Yeah, I see, you know, I, I didn't have a chance to tell you a whole lot about the story, but when I started this, I mean, I knew there were women in racing because I knew some of them and my granddaughter races and I knew other women that raced, but I was really um, blown away by how many there are. I mean, I just, at some tracks, there are a lot of women and some tracks only have one or two. But um, about how many women do you would you say regularly race at your track? Only one or two. Um, there were, uh, I think, you know, there throughout the years. You know, I've known several, but mm -hmm. it it usually is in the smaller classes. You don't see them hopping into modifieds. You don't see them hopping into you know a sprint car or anything like that. Like McKenna, I mean that that takes a lot. And like Bailey Goldsberry is racing 305s with us, and we are so glad to have her. She's a young up-and-comer, and she's doing wonderful things, too. But, yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of women. Now, women fans we do have. We have a lot of uh, women fans who come and support, you know, brother, dad, uncle, whomever it may be every week. And, and it's great to see those female fans because sometimes, you know, they're they're underestimated. They're just yeah. as opinionated as the guys are. So we're, we're glad to have them and you know, they're helpful. They, they voice their opinions and we're glad to have them there. Yeah. And they're, they're passionate too about it. You know, oh, that's, yeah. I, you know, not that men aren't, but I think women, the women that I've met that love racing really love racing. Absolutely. It's not a, it's not a casual passion for them to be a part of. They are in it you know, a hundred percent. And I, I've met so many amazing women just like you that um, I've gotten to be now friends with. And I feel like we can partner and try to get more women, you know, to do racing at your track. That would be, that would be great. So um, let me see. I'm lost. I lost my list on my questions here. So what, what is the one thing that, like looking back in December, he came home and said, I want to buy the racetrack. And you said, okay, what's the, what's the one thing or anything that you've thought, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Have you had any regrets about it at all? She didn't say okay. <laughs> I didn't she necessarily didn't. say okay. Okay, Brad, let's hear your side of the story. <laughs> we were going to a late model race that night. We got to fly. We were going to LaSalle, Illinois for a late model race. Okay. And she, like I said, she didn't necessarily <laughs> say okay. She kind of <laughs> looked at me and thought about it. And just then she just remembered we were going to a race and said, can we just talk about this in the truck? <laughs> I kind of stalled him. So we hopped in the truck and then we talked about it for the whole drive up there. And she was, took uh, not very much convincing because I think she is, I think she's going to be very well known here in a couple of years. We're here in Burlington where Derry Brothers Automotive is and mm -hmm. their family is huge into racing. They own a racetrack in Rockford, Illinois. And I do believe her name's Jody. Yep. Jody Deary is Brad Deary's mom. 
and the dairy family is huge in racing. They've owned that racetrack for years. Her other son is the president of the World Racing World Racing Group, and they own UMP, World of Outlaws, Sprint Cars, and Trucks. I mean, hers, her family's been involved in racing, and she, Jesse, got to have lunch with her down in Florida. And I see long-term, me and Jesse, we want to be the next Earl and Bernice Baltus in the racing world. And the fact that she got to have lunch with Jody Deary and just kind of touch base with her and because she's, she's been in this for a lot of years and there's, it's safe to say majority of those years, she was one of the only females running a racetrack period. So she was a big influence, but my goal for us is we would love to be the next Earl and Bernice Baltus in the racing world. And we have enough land that we could do it and live on the, like right by the racetrack yep. too. So because we 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 went to Eldora, we've been going there for ten years. When that was one of Jesse's things, she said, "All right, when we make the schedule, we are still going to the World One Hundred, and we are still going to Knoxville. So you just make just that happen on the schedule, it. plan around <laughs> it because we're still going to those races. We're still camping with our friends, and yeah. just she laid down the law. So I I just do as I'm told." That that was a pretty good compromise, I would say. Though, um, oh yeah, those are a couple really good races. I I I wasn't. I'm not sure if I was telling Jesse or not, but a a girl that worked for me when she was in high school when I lived in Warsaw, Illinois, years just a few years ago, and uh, she runs. She's the manager of the Walmart there, and she's been trying to get me to come there for two or three years. So I may have to get to Knoxville this year. Sounds like Gotta come sounds to like Knoxville. it's a good weekend. It's a great place. We can entertain you, so you come on out. <laughs> okay, all right, that sounds good. So, um, Jesse, if you had a young girl come to you, come up to you and say, "I'm thinking about getting involved in motorsports racing," what would you tell her? Would you have advice, and what would you say to her? Um, it's it's something that you know, as a as a female, if she wanted to race, sometimes it's it's hard to sink your teeth into because it can be a cashy venture, but you know, you just you've got to go all in two feet first, jump in and, and just take a leap of faith and know that, you know, you're going to, you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, you're going to have bad days. You know, we stuff breaks. That's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you just have to rise and overcome and, you know, be an example for other people. That's the biggest thing is, you know, keep your wits about you. Even, even though you're having a bad night, keep your wits about you and, and just be determined. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Um, I was the, the night I was at your place. I interviewed um, four little girls. I know you saw them. Yeah. And uh, I've I've got it taped on my phone. I'm going to post it on Facebook probably one day this week. And the one little girl was so cute. I think she's <coughs> seven years old. And I asked her what it was about racing that you know why why was she interested in racing, and she said. I thought about it and I thought about it and then I thought about it some more and I just knew it was what I wanted to do. And it was the cutest thing. And she's seven years old, you know, That's and awesome. McKenna Hassey is her, as uh, her idol. idol. Yeah. So what fun it was to watch those four little girls, you know, be so engaged that night at your track to come and watch um McKenna and and me too that's who I was there to see but we had yeah. a lot of fun watching everybody else so um but you have a lot of influence over other women I think Jesse because of what you're doing and yeah. and people look up to you yeah you say I'm only 35 
I'm, I'm not twice your age, but I'm getting there. And I think at 35, would I have been able to take on a racetrack? I don't think so. So it's a big undertaking and you have a, a, a very important full-time job. Yes. So, um, you know, but women are going to look up to you and, and you're paving the way as, as other women who own teams or who race or who own tracks. You know, I, I see more and more and more. And, and like tonight, you've, you've re- mentioned two or three names just in passing that I haven't even heard of. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's just about connections and, and sharing what you know with the other people and, and blazing the trail for the ones to come. So I really admire you and Brad for what you're doing out there. I know you really wanted to change the atmosphere um, back to a family track. And so hopefully you're getting the word out. And if we We're can, there. yeah, if we can do anything to help you with that, I'm, I'm here to help you because I'd love to see families at the track. That's, that's Absolutely. what we have. Yeah. So what, what else would you want to share with me? What else have I not asked you about that you'd like to share or tell me about either, you know, your track events or, or where can, where can people find your schedule, that kind of thing? Um, we actually, this year we've, we've made some changes to, um, the scoring software. That was actually probably a pretty big change for us. Um, and one that I, I actually took a little flack over from the owner of the other company, which was kind of sad, but. Uh, we won't name names. Uh, I moved everything over to my race pass this mm-hmm. year. Um, my race pass is a great interactive uh, site that unfortunately uh, we don't have transponders with our track. However, we are able to do um, live scoring. So we have some scores that came with the track. Norm Gergner is wonderful. He has been just great. Um, and then we brought on two new ones, Joe and Kristen Roth. And they have been working with Norm to learn uh, how to score racing. And they, uh, they've they done a tremendous job. But um, we did change to my race pass. So um, the, new, the new 34raceway.com is up. That is where you can find our schedule. Um, we're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. And we are on Instagram. I am well connected in that respect. Um, I'm very marketing minded. Brad and I have learned that through the Brent Slocum Foundation. So um, we market wherever we go, you know, tonight. Um, as I told you, we we're going to an event. We're actually going to a ball game in town just to, to mingle with some of our sponsors and some of the other people. Just, uh, you know, that's that's been great. And, you know, you were talking about um, your network. That's huge. Um, any women listening, any men listening even that are promoting races, promoting anything, have your network be wide. That's If, if that is one piece of advice I can give anybody, whether you are – you're racing your, um, anything. And I know I've, I've told some of my drivers that I've helped market, you know, cast a wide net. That is huge because the more people, you know, the more people you touch with what you're doing and who are proud of you, the more sponsorship you can get because they'll tell somebody else that they're proud of you and they'll tell somebody else that you're doing well. So cast your net wide. That is, that is my one major piece of advice for tonight is cast your net wide because you know, the, there were blank spots on the front stretch into the last years of, uh, of ownership. And this year we had to add, we've, we've had to add banners into the grandstands and we've got, you know, different promotions and we're adding banners, we're adding tents, we're adding this, that, and the other. And it's, it is phenomenal. Brad Mm -hmm. and I are very, very blessed to have, um, 
the support of the community that we do. We have a great community here. Um, not only Burlington, but West Burlington. Um, you know, I grew up in Illinois, so I also have that network in Illinois and, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's tremendous. So cast your net wide when you do things and, uh, that's, that's going to be huge and don't be afraid of technology. Um, you gotta, you gotta stay with it because people, people want those live results. If Mm -hmm. I don't, if I don't update the, um, the points at the end of the night, cause I have to go in and add point schemes. I've got a message the next day. Hey, my points didn't update. I'm like, I had to go to bed. You know, I got to go to sleep. I'm sorry. But, you know, yeah. it's, just, uh, it's don't be afraid of technology because technology can either be your friend or your foe. And right now I'm embracing it as much as I can. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you say that about cast your net wide, because one of the things that I like to do is network and, uh, I, I, another thing that drivers have to do and tracks and everybody is appreciate the people that help. So, um, you, you just fell right into my trap because I also have a send out cards. Uh, I share send out cards with tracks and, and drivers, and we're going to be doing some marketing webinars for teams coming up here in a few weeks just to help them. How do you market and how do you keep your marketing partners? And then how do you thank your marketing partners? So we're actually working on a four week series of that. And I'll share that with you when it's ready to go. But that's great. Yeah, the the networking is huge. And the fact that, you know, you're going to the baseball game and whatever you're, you're constantly telling people what you do and that's what you have to do. So absolutely, yeah, I, uh, I don't have any other questions. Uh, if you have anything else you want to share, I'm all ears or I'll let you go. I know you're, you are headed to the baseball game. So that's all right. Um, no, I just, I have to say again, thank you to all of our, our family, our friends, our team. We just, we're so blessed to have so many people that want to see us succeed and do well. And, you know, I, I just, we have 26 staff and I wish I could shout everybody out, but, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take two people to do this. It takes an army. And thankfully we've got a very strong army behind us. And, uh, the 34 raceway team is, is up and coming and growing and, and we're excited for our, our new adventure. So we hope that, you know, if you're in our area, give us a shout out, stop by the racetrack, even if we're not racing that weekend, you know, we're usually out there, um, starting Thursday night, clear through Sunday. So stop out, hit us up. Um, come see us. We're, we're really proud of the facility that we have. And it's something that uh, you at least have to see once, if not twice. Yeah, absolutely. Times. absolutely. So. I encourage, encourage everybody and we'll, this will be taped. So we'll be able to share it afterwards too. And um, I encourage everybody that's listening tonight or who will listen on the replay, uh, go visit some tracks, you know, every track takes a night off here and there. When they yep. do that, when your local track takes a night off, you need to go somewhere else and and support tracks and just have fun and check them out. Because like I said, every track does things differently. And I really enjoyed it. I went to three tracks in three nights. And so um, I had a great time. And Jesse, you were my last night. I was getting a little weary by then. But um, <laughs> thank you for your hospitality to me that night. And I really appreciate you spending the time you and Brad being with me on the radio show tonight. And I will definitely stay in touch. Great. And if there's anything I can do for you, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm happy to help. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for what you're doing for uh, promotion of women in motorsports. It's tremendous. And, and know that you are, are very much thanked and appreciated. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Take care. All right. 
Enjoy the ball game. So um, that was Jesse and Brad from 34 Raceway in West Burlington, Iowa. I visited them Memorial Day weekend. I had a great time at their dirt track and I'm still learning dirt racing because I'm spoiled with the asphalt tracks around me. But I had a really, really good time with my friends that were there and they are doing a lot of fun things at 34 Race Race. So I encourage you to get out there, check them out and take some friends with you. So that's all for tonight. This is Melinda Russell with Women in Motorsports sponsored by Send Out Carts and I'll see you next week.